Saturday night's all right. Elton John right there, and it is Saturday night here at Schneider Arena, Providence, Rhode Island, where Merrimack leads Providence 2-1 to one at the end of the first period. I am Mike Macknick with John Leahy. This first intermission is brought to you, as always, by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior home game. Located just across the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street, they also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Well, joined, as we mentioned, uh, by Chris Aliano. He is the Assistant Athletic Director for Athletic Communications at Merrimack. And, uh, Chris, before we talk about this game here, let's get caught up in what's going on with the other Warrior winter teams. Uh, first of all, women's hockey. The Warriors win last night. A 2-1 to win uh, against UConn. A big win at home, getting back on the positive side of the ledger in hockey esports. Yeah, it's been a really strong you know, start to the season um, for, for the women's team before a little, you know, a, little, a little bit of a rut towards the end of you know, November, December. But they're in a playoff spot right now. They, when you close out the first half with two against Boston College, and then you coincidentally start off the second half against that same Boston College team, you know it's it's tough. You know you look at three straight losses against them, even they play well. They played well those three games, so it was nice to bounce back with that win against UConn, pick up two very valuable league points. Uh, so a big win last night. It's a weird schedule for them to start off the, the second half. They play at home on Wednesday. Uh, I think they've got another midweek game a Thursday of the weekend after that. Um, as we're interrupted by a crazy NFL playoff game. Um, so that was great to see them get a couple of points last night. Um, the basketball teams, both basketball teams, had a nice sweep today out at a pace. So you'll see them play the, the Southwest Division, so those other teams that they'll play once now through January. The men's team actually moved into first place with their, their win today, so they're 7-1 the division. Uh, the women's team, this might be Monique LeBlanc's best coaching job yet. They had some a crazy amount of injuries both in the preseason and towards the start of the year. Um, so to see them get off to the start they got, and they're, they're, I think they're right around 500, if not over it now. Um, they're in a great spot to contend for a playoff spot now. They've been playing every team really tough. I mean, it's, it's amazing what she's been able, been able to do with the amount of injuries they've had. Um, and that's it. I, it's like, oh, after we caught up after the fall season, when it's like, all right, you've got eight teams to kind of rattle through there. Uh, that's all we've got right now. The track team, I think, will be in back uh, back in action next weekend um, as the you know the rest of the sports kind of get back into the swing of things here. Um, and the, I guess the quiet season. You know, if there's a quiet, if there is a quiet season, it's probably this January, right before the spring crossover season, when things kind of get nuts again. Uh, so that's where we're at. So women's hockey, I think they have a game this week, then right, and then they're at home again next weekend, next Saturday afternoon against Maine. Wednesday, uh, they're home against UNH, uh, and then again next Saturday, I think we said against Maine. It's a really bizarre schedule. There, uh, they've had several long home stretches this year. They had seven in a row back in uh, October. Now they're in the, in the midst of a five games in a row at home stretch here, and that'll conclude with the, the Wednesday UNH game and then the uh, the main game, like you said, next weekend. So. We should mention, by the way, the men's game against UConn that was originally scheduled for next Saturday night at 7 o'clock has been moved to next Friday night at 7 o'clock. And now I understand why you didn't just move the time up. It's because the women are playing earlier that afternoon on Saturday. Exactly. So, you know, we had a nice little promotion to go along with that for the men's game. Uh, obviously, we want to be respectful to, to the Patriots fans and obviously the fan base, a very wildly passionate one. Um, and now they're playing at that late game on Saturday night. Listen, we'll cater to you guys. <laughs> so... We've got a nice little ticket promotion as well that if you haven't heard about already, I know Mike McMahon's pushed up the Mac report. Um, we will be on the day of the game. That's next Friday night at 7. Uh, wear any kind of Patriots memorabilia. I think it's $6 tickets or $12 tickets, depending on where uh, you want to sit. Um, all week long up until next Thursday, uh, late in the day Thursday at midnight. Uh, 
GoPats12, I believe, is the discount code that you use online, and we'll take $10 off your tickets. So, you know, great great game, obviously. It's us and UConn. Uh, so you can just stop right there. Um, they'll, I'm sure, be, you know, be crazy game last night. I'm sure UConn will be coming uh, pretty motivated into Lawler next week, and, and obviously, regardless of tonight's result, that's a huge game for Merrimack, with obviously the season series at stake. Valuable points on the line. We don't want to get too far, far ahead of ourselves in the standings, but I kind of looked at them today. I was like, wow, look at how close everyone is. So it, it's just crazy how much every game is going to matter now over the next you know month and a half or so. You know, you got that. You got the Patriots discounts. I think you got a, some pretty good reasons to be at Lawler next Friday. Yeah, you know, and in talking both with, with the coaches that we've talked last night, Mike Kavanaugh from UConn tonight, Nate Lehman from Providence. Everybody's talking about how how tight, how close the league has been, and 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 here you're thrown into the mix a Merrimack team that you know by by virtue of you know bad luck or inability to score goals, whatever you want to call it, or in, in the first part of the season they were in, in last place up until uh, you know late in the first half of the season, and then picking up some points there at the end, a, a, a tie against a very good Northeastern team, a win on the road at U. H, which had been off to a pretty good start, uh, you know, and then picking up really where they left off here in the second half, beating Denver on the road, a close game against Colorado College. Boy, you figure, you know, if not for that goal with a minute or so to play in that game, you could be talking about Merrimack on a six-game unbeaten streak and, and leading Providence here 2-1 after one, but the team is playing better. There's no question. They seem to be, you know, playing like more of a cohesive unit. Uh, they're not giving up a lot of goals, which are right off the bat. It gives you a good chance to win games. The power play has, yeah, it's, it's still a little bit inconsistent from game to game, but generally it's been pretty good. It's been around that 20% mark, which is that's, that's not bad. If your power plays 20% or better in college hockey, you're going to have a pretty good year. Generally, a lot of things that we've seen uh, trending upward for this team. And Mike, I know we've talked off the air you know, about what it's going to take to, to rise in the standings, to make a little run here. And, and we touched on winning games when you're not scoring three goals and also winning on the road. And what have they done the last four games? They've won three out of the last four road games. Here they are again in a very tough place to play. Uh, I'd have to look up the last time they've won here. It's been a while. And, you know, that, there you go. Say that again. 2012. <laughs> the professor comes through. <laughs> exactly. And those are, you know, those are the two things in my mind that's going to really help them push from, and not just into that, you know, that eighth place spot, but look at the standings. And again, you, you want to take it one game at a time, but they keep it up. That fifth place, you know, that first round by situation, it's certainly in play. No one's really run away with it. And, uh, you know, we could spend an entire period talking about the state of the league and, and how kind of weird it's been. No team is really, at least that I've seen, no one's really looked like that dominant force. BC's nice little run in November gave them that little cushion, you know, at the top of the standings. And then there's Northeastern, certainly a team with a lot of skill. Um, but everything else certainly is in play there. And the schedule kind of set itself up for Merrimack to make that run uh, over the next few weeks or so. But again, to me, winning on the road, which They've won three out of the last four. Last few years, <laughs> I couldn't really envision a stretch where they've won three out of four on the road just because it's been such a struggle. And I think last year, probably that stretch last year, the wins over BC, BU, and etc. Yeah, exactly. Um, and winning those those tight, uh, you're not scoring. If you, if you don't score a power play goal, if you're not scoring three or more goals, winning those games, um, and I think that's going to determine where they ultimately fall over you know, the next month and a half. Yeah, they've got uh, a lot of home games coming up as well. That's certainly a big plus, you know, then knowing that you can go on the road because you're not to play two at Maine. Uh, that's certainly going to be very important. But I agree, a lot of things looking good, a lot of things trending up. And, uh, you know, uh, regardless of the outcome here, 
uh, a game, game that should be a pretty good one on Friday night against UConn. A pretty, you know, every time these teams have played the last three years, three or four years, it's been a good one. So, uh, uh, before we let everybody go, uh, please give the information again about the promotion for Friday's game against UConn and how folks can take advantage of that. Absolutely, make Will O'Leary happy. Uh, you can call the box office nine seven eight eight three seven five three two four. Go Pats twelve, of course, for Tom Brady. Uh, you'll get ten dollars off your ticket for next week if you show up the night of. Any kind of Pats memorabilia, jersey, hat, whatever it might be, uh, you'll get either uh, $6 tickets or $12 tickets, depending on where you stand uh, or want to sit. Um, and that's down from the normal price of 20 So you can't beat that deal. Uh, come to Lawler. Enjoy a great game uh, between Merrimack and UConn, uh, and then hopefully an even better game the, the night after that with the Pats. All right, thanks, Chris. We certainly appreciate it. Talk to you again soon. You got it. Thanks, guys. All right, Chris Aliano, the Director of Athletic Communication, Assistant Athletic Director at Merrimack. The score is Merrimack 2, Providence 1. At the end of the first period, we're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.